But I have a lot of questions about like porn parodies in general because I, I like I'm aware that they existed, but wasn't I had to research one? I became confused as to who their intended audience is. Well, because they're they're like generally like they're not quite funny enough to just enjoy on their own. They're not really hot. They have to be for somebody who it takes almost nothing at all for them to get off on anything. And at the same time, someone who enjoys primarily parodies mm, of things yeah. as opposed to the things themselves. So somebody somebody with a low <laughs> sexual threshold uh-huh. and who enjoys practically nothing but parody. But Steve, that describes well, nobody here. Somebody, <laughs> somebody somewhere fits this mold. I do find this to be a beautiful genre, guys. I gotta say, like, but why, Mike? Sh- Mike, shut up! I'm trying to think of who this fits. Well, Mike, Bye. you're you're in luck because we're that's all we're going to be discussing today uh, on this very special episode of the Song Topsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, sexy, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I feel like I need a shower, Steve Trollinger. I don't even know where to begin with this. This is just such a such a unique venture that we, we're doing on our podcast. And by the way, if this is your first episode you're listening to, thank sorry. you. Yes, sorry, <laughs> but also thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and also, I feel like I should mention that we have a new home on Come Here, Floyd, and today will be our greatest test yet as to whether they're going to keep us on their platform. Nick, you're just pushing the envelope every week here. Well, I'm sorry, like... <laughs> I think that if our podcast has done anything in 50 some odd episodes, it's to it's to expose people to things to to music and experiences that they may not have been exposed to before. Stop <laughs> saying expose. Please stop saying expose. God, I feel like the world's turned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Hamilton reference. <laughs> but actually, you know, since you mentioned Hamilton, uh Hamilton is a Broadway musical that has just swept the public consciousness. It is a massive success. It has uh, achieved cultural significance already. Only in three short years it's been on Broadway. And to be honest, I think that this, the series of songs that we're discussing today is the greatest testament to how important Hamilton is. Because the sign that you have achieved true cultural significance is having a porn parody <laughs> Made out of your content. There's no greater uh, compliment to uh, to the greatness you brought into the world than people That's, having sex. I'm not even being facetious. Bro. You look at things that have been made, have porn parodies made out of them. Me and Mike's girlfriend stumbled upon a Walking Dead porn parody. Like that was because you and Mike's girlfriend. My ex girlfriend. Oh my ex. I was. Oh Mike. Say. Mike, listen. I have something I need to tell you. Uh, it was one time. I thought I, I knew you guys were I have close. A, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you guys were close. I didn't know you were that close. <laughs> yeah, Mike was there too. I didn't mention that in my story. Yeah. So that was that was the first time I watched porn with two other people in this room. This is the second. Uh, I I sh- I I I should have been somewhere by now. I should have been someone by now. Instead, I'm in a room. Oh, Steve, shut up. There's no place you'd rather be I'm, than right I, here, right now. I'm in right a room now. with two other guys about to watch porn at 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> well, no, Steve. Okay, so just to set the record straight for you, the listeners, the reason we're discussing this is because they made a porn parody. Uh, Wood Rocket, specifically, the company, made a porn parody of Hamilton. And... And what's the name of this porn? It parody? is called Hamilton, mm, which is a clever yes. allusion to the term that refers to when a woman's genitalia becomes exposed because of tight clothing, which looks like a camel toe. Very good, Mike. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is the apex of the comedy in this yes. episode. It is all downhill from here. <laughs> but no, the reason we're discussing. Uh, this porn parody is because in an unusual show of ambition, the creators wrote original music for this. They actually made it uh, in the style original lyrics and music. They didn't just use the the show. They wrote, I mean, it's an interpolation. It's it's like, it's like where you make an instrumental that sounds kind of close to it, but they switch it. But technically it's original music. It's original lyrics that they wrote for a porn parody, which already off the bat, I have to give them credit for because that. That's that's more ambitious than it needed to be. Do you know 
Man, I'll tell you if uh, if porn stars start like delving in more into the other creative realms yeah. of like music and yeah. entertainment, they're gonna take over, yo. They are living the dream. Think about it. Yes, because porn is where people go to live their dreams, not where they go when their dreams fail them miserably. Steve, how dare you? There is There are legitimate hard workers in the porn industry, and I won't have you besmirch them. But Hamilton is about one titular character. and but We're you, not doing this, by the way. We're not doing the thing. We're like, ah, Nick said tent. We're not doing that. This is, we're just going to... I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh you, at You're always tent. laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why you're here. <laughs> hey, Mike, did you hear about that bus load of orphans that just crashed and burned? Oh, Mike, stop laughing. <laughs> but you know what? Let's let the characters speak for themselves and figure out who exactly this musical is all about. Alexander Hamilton. I'm Alexander Hamilton. There's a million loads I haven't blown. My dick is great. My dick is great. I think that gives us a little bit to start with. <laughs> now, Steve, you look confused, yeah. so let me just clarify. We're not actually seeing Lin-Manuel Miranda performing Hamilton. <laughs> that is actually Tommy Pistol, who is playing Hamilton in the porn parody. So, okay, at the top here, first of all, I'd like to say, on the off chance that the actual Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, somehow catches wind of this episode because it is tangentially related to his magnum opus... First, one of two things. I am sorry. <laughs> Second, take me with you. <laughs> we could totally be best friends. I firmly believe this. We share many of the same passions. I I I am desperate for good actual like recognition and work. So just I'm going to extend a hand, a literal hand out to you now. Please oh. take me with you. Steve, for Christ's <laughs> sake, you are weighing down this podcast. Now let's talk about porn. <laughs> So, <laughs> Hamilton is a porn parody of the musical Hamilton, winner of 11 Tony Awards. Not quite a record breaker. The producer still was at 12, but still um, by far the most popular Broadway musical in a long time. Mm, wow. Now, the porn parody version, uh, produced by Wood Rocket, was directed by uh, porn director Leroy Myers, who also co-wrote the lyrics, which we'll be discussing at great length. And uh, great length. And, yes, <laughs> I said we're yes. not doing that. We're Mike, not gonna. Mike. We're not gonna stop and talk about every single almost <laughs> sex pun that Nick, you or me, are. Like we're going discussing to make a today. porn parody. There's no innuendo anymore. It's all. It's all out there. This this thing is gonna be two and a half hours long if we stop to 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 make uh uh-huh, he said long like we can't we just can't do that let the audience have their fun okay <laughs> uh, but see what I was gonna say is it was co-directed by porn pornography actress uh who goes by the stage name April O'Neil now why does that sound familiar Steve I don't know but I have a feeling you're about to ruin parts of my childhood for me. I promise to do no such thing. All I promise to do is read some other titles that this company has made in terms of porn parodies. So, uh, speaking of April O'Neil, one of uh, Wood Rocket's other porn parodies was 10-inch Mutant Ninja Turtles. (laughs) Uh, Come, Ninja, come, Ninja, come! (laughs) Fap to the future. Okay, so uh, right now I'm imagining some sort of like health bar and a like an HP health bar, and above it it says Steve's childhood memories. And so far, you've lopped off a good twenty to thirty percent of that health bar. Oh no, I, 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 they've done tons and tons of porn parodies. I specifically picked the ones that would wreck your childhood the most. Um, they also did Strokemon. Which included, which I've included, got a, I've got a pocket monster for you. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> it included the character Dikachu. We can we can watch that later. Uh, Doctor Whore. Wait, which one is that? Doctor Who. Just with an R E at the end. Okay. Sponge Knob Square Nuts. He's gonna see a doctor, man. And then this was the weirdest one. In 2009, for some reason, they did a Cheers porn parody. Is it called Jeers? I don't know. Where I'm everyone cheering. screams your name. Oh, oh, I was trying to figure out what they would do for that. That's good. Uh, so, yeah, this is a fairly prolific company. And then they decided... And they're always glad you came. Oh, that's... <laughs> 
That's why they did it. We just figured that out. That is why they did it. <laughs> oh, that's great. But Hamilton <laughs> is unique because to my knowledge, and um, if there's any uh, porn parody experts uh, out there, please correct us. You can email us at the songtopsyreport at gmail.com. But to my knowledge, this is the only porn parody based on a Broadway musical that includes original lyrics and music. Mm. On that note, uh, having watched this, I j- just for you guys, because once again, you somehow didn't watch this, uh, I have summarized the plot, because there is technically a plot to what Hamilton is all about. So, as written by me. <laughs> uh, three ways, as decreed by British law, are illegal throughout the Commonwealth of the original 13 colonies. Hamilton approaches Aaron Boner whose impressive penis size is known throughout the colonies, to help bring a sexual revolution so that they can, quote, rise up with the horny people, quote. (laughs) Boner declines, so Hamilton is forced to uh, go solo. Meanwhile, the Fister sisters, who they're very, very quick to establish, are just stepsisters, for reasons I I can't imagine why, uh, are two sexual libertines who are nevertheless frustrated by oppressive British law, preventing them from fully exploring their sexual proclivities. They meet Hamilton and immediately indulge in acts of rebellion. See, the problem with Aaron Boner is that if he never stakes a position on anyone, how can you know what he really believes in? That's true. That's true. That's all I got. No, I th- I, but I think you're cutting at the heart of the story. Uh, but actually, on the note of the story, let's hear the beginning, because the uh, if you've heard the song Al- uh, Alexander Hamilton, the, show, the song that starts the whole show, um, they kind of start with something similar here. Well, actually, no, they start with a, uh, a uh, version of My Shot, which is a very cleverly different name. He is not throwing away his cock. 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 He's going to use his genius and rise up with his penis. So he won't throw away his cock. He won't throw away his cock. How do you throw your cock away? I think they're speaking metaphorically, Steve. Bullshit. How do you throw your cock away? I, I'm actually also quite interested in trying to... <laughs> I don't even know why they bothered. You could just sing my sh- You could just sing my shot, and it you works You bring up a really way. good point. It's, it's, all right, here's the thing. Here, I, I don't know a I lot like about porn parodies, but the few that I, I have been introduced to... Go. They try too hard. I'm. Ugh, God damn it. They, <laughs> no, no. We're not going to jump on that. Go ahead. They try. God damn it. All right. They try. <laughs> they just. They try too hard. Like there's. There's subtle sexual innuendo in almost everything if you really look hard enough. Fuck. Uh, and it's just like that. You don't need to uh, completely reword the song. It could just be about cum shots. I agree a hundred percent with your cum shot yeah. comment because they. God, I can't believe that's something I heard at 10 in the morning. <laughs> I agree with your cum shot comment, Stephen yes. Trollinger. Well, at, no, least, at least out loud and not on a subreddit forum. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're right in the sense that there's some legitimately pretty good wordplay in this. I'm not even going to lie, because it's a porn parody. Like You can tell they're trying to be funny for the most part. But Steve, you're so right. It's just like when when it's right there in front of you and it's the easiest and not the easiest, but it just it was teed up and they, they made it more complicated because my cock, my shot, you know, you're, now yeah. it's now it's it was, like it was teed up. And instead of using a T-ball bat, they used a shotgun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> OK, so we're thinking track one a little little bit, a little bit too much. Yeah. A little bit on the nose. That's what she said. And once again, I never thought with Mike present, I'd have to say this to you, Steve, but tone down the sexual innuendos. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to track two. Let's, uh, let's see, let's see if uh, introducing ourselves to some of the characters uh, changes things up. How does the offspring of a box spring play thing? A man who came from nothing become a man who came on everything? Okay, I'm okay, hooked. That's fantastic. That I'm is hooked. fantastic. <laughs> I want to know everything about this guy now. That 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 was grade A choice meat right there. You're talking about the lyrics, right? Yeah, the lyrics, yeah. Um Yeah, no, that I uh I, I, I doff. Wait, where am one of my five to ten caps? That I uh, yeah, have. yeah. Let me put this on. I'm caps gonna, need to be must be doffed now. I, I'm I'm doffing my cap to that. Uh, their ability to take 
Because what is the original name? I'm trying to think of the How does the bastard orphan, orphan son, son of a whore, whore and a Scotsman dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean? Caribbean. Yeah, like that. Yeah, man, a bunch of freaking nerds in here. <laughs> Grew up to be a hero and scholars. So like that, they they kept they kept up with the syncopation, and then they 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 really. Oh man, they got it. They yeah, got the it. offspring of a box yeah. spring plaything. Yeah, they yeah. got it. They mm, they teed it up and they got it right in the hole there, hole in one. Moving on. <laughs> he discovered the menage a trois, the first to fuck two pussies raw. Despite British law, the magic of a three-way. Ta-da! A well-endowed man with a dick, thick and tan, screwing peaches on the beaches of the Caribbean. He was the pounding father and piled drive the island daughter and taught them all a fucking lesson like his name was Mr. Cotter. So, I wonder what the casting was like for this. Because with a porn, musical porn parody, do you cast based on who can rap and or sing well, or do you cast based on just porn talent? I'll tell you right now, this I turns think, me off, I think though. you gotta find the triple threats. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta really... You gotta really separate the wheat from the chaff in terms of your your porn uh, crop. Yeah. To really punish that metaphor, punish it hard with a writing crop. <laughs> punish your crops with a writing crop. There's something there. I'll find Steve, it. Steve, no metaphor deserves that much punishment. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find it. Um, you really gotta say. You really you really gotta find your triple threats. You know, like just scour the scour the porn waves, as it were. But if this. If Hamilton leads to a new wave of like musical pornography, then you might these triple threats might start to emerge. Oh yeah, oh for sure, for sure. There's, there's got to be so many dreamers who dreamed of like stealing the spotlight on Broadway who couldn't quite make it, but like they're still really good singers and they have other lucrative opportunities. Like this is the kind of content for them. <laughs> My Thanks. little baby's singing in a musical. Oh, where can I see it? Wood Rocket. <laughs> X Video. It's a little website called X Video. Have you heard of it? No. You know what's funny? Because what, not everyone who sings is like in the sex part of the video. Well, that's the weird thing. There's the, only only uh, Alexander Hamilton and the Fister Sisters actually have sex. So there's many other characters who aren't in sex scenes, but who perform in this. And I have to wonder, did, did they have to get these people? What? <laughs> You think they should? No, I mean, I'm sure it was like cast and crew with the company, and like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to shit on it too much. Um, it's not German after exactly. all. Exactly, <laughs> but oh, <gross>. <laughs> hey, we don't kink shame here on the song topsy report. I'm not. That's that's no. in that's that's in our that's in our uh, it's in our pamphlet. We it's the only point we have. Yeah, it's just <laughs> no. bullet one. We don't kink shame, <laughs> and that's it. Everything else, forget about it. But yeah, so the oh. talent, the, yeah, the talent. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it seems to be a little all over the place right now. But every score to him meant nothing. He wasn't comfy with just British buffing. It wasn't even a Russian pee thing. No, a sexual revolution would be his G thing. So he packed up and went to a new land. Set sail on an aquatic bank van. Took a pseudonym from his pet lamb. And the first tree lived on the island. What's your poor name, man? Alexander Hamilton. And then we meet uh, Mr. Tommy Pistol, who plays Alexander Hamilton. Now, Mike, there's something I want to uh, yes, no. let you know. I, 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 I found an interview. Tommy Pistol is your father. Yes. <laughs> Let's bring him out. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tommy Pistol. Maury, Maury, Maury. No, I found a 2015 interview with Tommy Pistol about how he got into the industry. Really? Yes. So, I'm just going to read his response, and I just want just, 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 you know, let me know what you think. So, uh, the interviewer asks, uh, tell me how you got your start in porn. Uh, Tommy Pistol said, I was doing sketch comedy. I did it for 11 years. I met Doug Sackman, who was working for Troma TV at the time, and he introduced me to Joanna Angel. BurningAngel.com was out for a little while, but they didn't have any boy-girl scenes at the time. It was mostly solos. Um, and then he got asked to do a scene, and she said she interviewed me in a bar in Brooklyn, and that was kind of his segue into pornography. So essentially, this was a guy, I don't know, maybe like 30 or so, uh, who'd been doing sketch comedy for many years and then just kind of got like a foot in the door and just started doing pornography. So Nick, no. you are one bad interview away from appearing in porn is what you're saying? I'm the one who you think <laughs> is one bad interview away from appearing in porn? Dang, Nick. Hey, you know what? You do great in the industry, I bet. 
I don't judge you. And I, I, you know, I say all the time, I would be like, yo, jump, jump, even probably softcore. You know, I feel like I could do. If I, oh, wait, <laughs> what, we should think I'm a softcore man. <laughs> yeah. If I had to be a stripper last week, you get to be a porn star this week. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder what my name would be. <laughs> oh, Dick Bigadier. Ooh, Dick Bigger Deer. Dick, <laughs> Dick Bigger Deer. Yes. You heard it here on the Song Topsy Report first, folks. You know, here I was thinking this described Mike Russell perfectly, but the more I think about it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, All right, so we have, we've been introduced, for the most part, to our cast of characters. Uh, so this is where the story begins in earnest. That time frame's off. Yeah, they say it takes place in 1769. Now, you might think that's just another attempt for them to try to work in another sexual sort of aspect into the title. But that's not true. Because do you know what was happening in the U.S. in 1769? Stamp Act. The Stamp Act? Well, actually, very close. Uh, On May 17th of that year, George Washington launched a legislative salvo against Great Britain's fiscal and judicial attempts to maintain control of the American colonies, uh, bringing a package of uh, resolutions to the Virginia House of Burgesses. uh, Burgesses. Burgesses, excuse me, uh, which set the stage for the Boston Massacre in the subsequent year. So while... Just keep in mind, listeners, as you're listening to this, as all the events of Hamilton are happening, this is what George Washington is doing. Wait, was it was it the Tramp Stamp Act? <laughs> Steve, what? Huh? Have, what better? Have, better? What have we done to you? Better? Oh, I love where his mind's at right now. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I remember at that time the American colonies were were railing against Great Britain for all of, railing <laughs> against Great Britain for all of their. Uh, for all the un- unfair legislation punishing the American colonies, like the Tramp Stamp Act, uh, the Tea Bag Act. Yeah, the, um, yes. The Boston Tea Bag Party was, was a very pivotal moment in American history. And boy, could they pivot. Okay, so this takes place in 1769. Uh, not a reference to 69, actual historical significance. So another point for Hamilton. All right. Oh, fuck. Are you Aaron Boner, the porner? You know me from? Debbie does Plymouth Rock. You're the porn star, Boner. I'm Alexander Hamilton. I'm a big fan, Boner. Of me? Yes, of you and your big land, Boner. <laughs> Thank you, young man. Can I have a... This is all historically accurate, by the way. Uh, this conversation was a very typical one you would just hear walking down Boston on the street. Bastin, hey, hey, you got a big dick. Oh, <laughs> uh, very... <laughs> Yeah, verily I do. Let's go down to the Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, you from Southie? I'm from Southie. I didn't say present-day Boston. Oh, sorry. Like, now, in the actual song, because I'm not even familiar with Hamilton. Um, he did no research in any <laughs> d- 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 I know the musical. He wasn't even the casually parody. acquainted with the world's most famous musical while he lives in New York City. Yeah. I listened to like three of the songs, and it was good. It was good. Were all three of them the King George songs? Because that's racist. Because that's racist. (laughs) All you listened to were the one white guy song, huh? Didn't listen to anybody else's songs? Nick, please put your shirt down. I'm sweaty. Okay. I don't care. Look at that. Not while we're talking oh, man, about Nick, this. Nick, you've been working out? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, he can't eat food. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, see, I eat too much food. I'm a binger, you know. If only there was, if only there was a large section of the food pyramid that would kill you, you would lose some weight. <laughs> Listen, ever since ten minutes ago, when I decided I'm going to become porn star Dick Bigger Deer, I've needed to get my body in better shape. So I've been working on that for the past ten minutes. I've just been doing crunches while you guys have been talking. Been doing some kegels. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that before anyway. Oh, okay. oh my god. But no, Mike, what were you saying? So you weren't familiar with the music. I just love that he keeps saying his name. Oh yeah, because, even though well, his name's Boner, but just like well, because in the musical, it's it's always Aaron Burr, sir. It's almost like kind of the way they wrap up every like end of every. And stanza. normally I hate that, but the rest of it's good, so it gets a pass. Yeah, okay. Word, sure. Look, I know not all guys are as indeed. Thanks, Boner. But like Tom Hanks, my cum crank is big. A word? Yes, but what about this mess we're in, Boner? This mess. Yes, this mess. British sex laws in effect? For sure. Have you ever thought there was something more, Boner? 
a bigger score boner, something more than one-on-one? One-on-four. -on -one? One -on -four. Er, what if we start a little smaller? One-on-four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it mostly works. It does. Boner speaks very quietly, though, I gotta say. Like, you can hear the gain, like they had to bring his audio up a little bit. It's like, if Boner isn't even in a sex scene, why didn't they just get a different actor who could rap? Probably related to the producer. Probably. <laughs> fucking Hollywood, man. I mean, fucking the Valley, man. God, God. Porn politics. Porn <laughs> politics. You're just trying to end up on top. <laughs> no, but we mustn't creep, though. Steering through the castle people. We gotta wake up all the sheeple and rise up with the horny people. No, I'm good, though. See, the problem was that uh, Alexander ha Hamilton needed to talk less, bone more. That's a great reference, Mike, that you don't get because you didn't see Hamilton. Because uh, you can see what happens is the advice he keeps getting is to talk less and smile more. So Hamilton needs to talk less and bone more. Oh, clever. So clever. <laughs> I made that up. That wasn't the. That was, I'm calling you clever, Steve. Well, you're looking at the computer screen, and then you're not saying it to me yeah. directly. Yeah, he's looking at the 85% off ad in the yeah. corner, just going so clever. <laughs> filing that away for later. <laughs> yeah. What a great deal. <laughs> so uh, they go on a complete tangent uh, with a character who doesn't appear in any sex scenes or really later on at all. Uh, Queen Horge. Not to be mistaken with uh, King George, um, but she has some things to say about these British sex laws. Why isn't it King Gorge? Ah, uh, Steve. Steve, they should have had you. That's what I mean. Wow. They're trying too hard. You're right. They're trying too hard and fast. They need to slow it down. Slow, slow it the, down. Gorge, yeah, you're right. Horge is just dumb. But Gorge, there you go. It's an actual word. Here I have a headache. I present to you Queen Horch. You screw and screwing's okay, but one partner just won't do for you. You whine that two is okay, but three is a hell of a time. You're so sick. You're breaking the law when you call for vashful of This song did prompt me to actually do a little bit of research. I wanted to see how much research the creators of Hamilton did in terms of was there ever a precedent for creating a law that made three ways illegal? I mean, I don't know about that. I know that buggery was illegal in the UK for like 500 years. Yeah. What's uh, what's buggery again? Anal sex. Ah. Specifically so men with men. Is that also called sodomy? Yes. Yes, that is what it yes. is called. So, so buggery is <laughs> for an oppressive for, for, for an oppressive law. It does have a really fun name, though. I have never met someone who I could honestly call a real life human version of Stimpy before. Stimpy, yeah, I love Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, that was a great cartoon. I always loved Ren. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, you're Stimpy. Well, I know I'm Stimpy, but I always loved Ren. Uh, Micah, I kill you. <laughs> so recently in Canada, there was a court case came up, which essentially posited the question is group sex illegal, uh, which was struck down in uh, by an Ottawa court. Uh, apparently, there was someone hosting like a swingers club in their home or place of business. And there was some controversies to whether that was like infringing on like indecency laws, et cetera, et cetera. But Essentially, it was, is group sex, can consenting adults just have group sex? And it was deemed okay. And that was as recently as 2005. That's crazy that, you know, it's, you don't think about it, but the idea that a bunch of consenting adults don't want to be like, yo, let's just like do it up. Yes. And between anything between consenting adults that harms no one else. Why do you have a problem with it? Why, why do people care? Yeah, as, as the judge said, quote, consensual content behind uh, code locked doors can hardly be supposed to jeopardize a society as vigorous and tolerant as Canadian society. God damn it, I want to go there. No, they got their own shit people too. They do. I know Everywhere Canada, has their shit people. I know they have their shit people. Their shit people are being emboldened by our shit people. <laughs> 
I don't, I was just reading about like the prostitution and stuff and like talking about like just trying to get to where stuff's legal and stuff's not legal. And it is really funny, right? That porn's totally cool. I just get Do you have to be like a certified porn star? You know what I mean? I guess not really. Oh yeah, no, they have like union representation like in the porn industry as well. There's another union I can't get into. No. <laughs> Steve, I didn't want to. I didn't, Steve, I didn't want to mention this because I I knew it would infuriate you. But uh, Tommy Pistol is a member of SAG-AFTRA. Fuck! Oh. Steve, I'm, th- th- you should be happy. That means there's just multiple paths towards the career that you want. Porn is just another avenue you could pursue. I'm trying to think who you could be a good porn parody character of. Well, he did a hell of a. Oh, what was that guy's name? Ah. Oh. From that play you were in, it was really good. Norman, Norman Rockwell. Rockwell? <laughs> I don't think there's much of a like an audience for Norman Rockwell Ford. <laughs> Norman Cockwell. Nor- yeah, see, you're already starting it. This is great. <laughs> Steve was in a show called "In Love with the Arrow Collar Man." No, no, no! Don't connect that show to this. <laughs> Not to this episode. Come on, that was. A very- I was complimenting your performance. Stephen did a very excellent job. He's very subtle. He portrayed the emotions very well. I was. I. I. I it was a very, it was a very well developed, believable character. Yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda, you hear that? Please take me with you. I mean, don't get me wrong, Tommy Pistol would have done a much better job with the material, but for what you were, what you had, I thought you did okay. It was also a very sex progressive uh, play. Much like Hamilton is a very sex progressive musical. <laughs> well, so now let's meet the Fister Sisters, okay? So, the Fister Sisters are a play on the Schuyler Sisters. Mm-hmm. Who were actual figures of historical importance? Who had Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy? <laughs> Mike, first you're gonna watch the porn parody of this, and then after that you're gonna listen to the soundtrack of Hamilton. Okay. That is- uh, yeah. Do you have four hours? <laughs> so now we're gonna be introduced to the Fister sisters, who play a key role in the movie later on. Jerk it, jerk it, Angelica. Jerk it, jerk it, Eliza. Jerk it, jerk it, Fista. Step sisters. I'm Angelica Fister. Hi, is a Fister. The same last name, but we're not sisters. We are stepsisters. Come from different misters. Our mothers both jizzed in by different jizzers. Jerk it, jerk it. Jizzers? <laughs> That's innovation. I've never heard the word jizzer before. <laughs> Hey, what are you? What are these guys? Just a bunch of fucking jisters. Oh my god, that's that, pretty good though. They had to rhyme sister, Mister, just in by jisters. That is that is a uh, that is a Batman villain waiting to happen. <laughs> Batman, the jisters robbed the bank. Batman, aren't you gonna go into the bank and look for clues? I'm not touching that. <laughs> I've got a black light. You take it. You go in. See what happened. Turns the black light on. It cuts to a huge wide shot of Gotham City. It just explodes in glowing white light. Oh, oh my God. Jerk it, Jerk it, Jerk it, Jerk it, Jerk it, Jerk it, Step Sisters. They are so uninterested in the jerk off motions that they're yeah, doing. Yeah, right while now. they're going like, Jerk it, Jerk it, they're just kind of making like vague. They're half hearted. Yeah, it's very half hearted. Half hearted gestures. Look. Ladies, I know this is old hat to you because this is your business and you, this is technically your job, but for the viewing audience, we would like it if you put a little gumption into it, please. They might, they, they might just, maybe they didn't get much direction <laughs> they on it. They can't that. be limp-wristing it on those things, man. Like, To me, as someone who has been uh, behind and in front of the camera, um, not, not including my new career as a porn star... <laughs> I can say that maybe they just weren't given good direction. Maybe they said, you know, okay, you have some time to kill. Just, you know, oh, no, just make some jerk-off motions. That's probably all they were given. But they could have done some choreography. I agree with you, Steve. I mean, they don't have to have choreography. They just need no, to be No, full a- choreography. I demand it for my porn parodies. They, they just needed to be a little more into the idea of uh, making jerk-off motions. I agree. You know, if you're going to go this far as to writing the own, you know, parody lyrics, you're going yeah. to be making your own soundtrack. All you have to do is like jerk off like on beat. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Or beat off on beat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on beat, either way. <laughs> but so, yeah, they're frustrated that they can't have the three ways that they always wanted to, which their stepsisters, like, they clarified, so it's not weird or anything. Uh, but then they meet Alexander I, Hamilton. Uh, but I, I, I don't have much in the way of porn knowledge, but I'm pretty sure 
the fact that they would be sisters would not have stopped certain people from enjoying this particular uh, movie. And in fact, for a certain section of people, would have been the reason they were watching it in the first place. I wonder how many people got to this point like, oh wait, stepsisters? X out. Off. (laughs) Did I mention we're rich? Hey, who's that hot bitch? He's looking like a man that could scratch my itch. Down south in my dress, I would let him play chess. My vagina, the board, the queen, my clitoris. I hope he... So, Steve, the queen is the most valuable part, you know, piece in the game. So when she says, my clitoris is the queen, it's it's funny, you see. The Steve, I just feel like you're not, I, f- I feel like they're working really hard here to write clever lyrics and you're not appreciating. Clitoris. I hope he likes berries, berries, kind of my cherry. Much down in Flavor Town like he was Guy Fieri. Excuse me, man. <laughs> Guy Fieri. That is anachronistic. That is I am, very- uh, you know, I wash my hands of this whole thing. <laughs> they're not trying hard enough. <laughs> they could have thrown in like a Montesquieu reference or Lafayette or something oh like that. Oh my God. They had such an opportunity here. Do you know how many... Lafayette. Yes! Lafayette. Yes. Oh, my God, Steve. That The Marquis de Lafayette. It just occurred to me, they had such a missed opportunity here. Do you know how many horny 14, 15-year-old boys who don't pay any attention in school are probably watching this? They could have just injected some actual history lessons into this, and they would have watched it and learned it without even realizing it. Nick, are you uncovering what could very well be the... The future of education? Yes! Is, oh my god! Is through. They could have really pumped some more facts into this. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, if, if you're watching a sex scene and they're explaining what the Pythagorean theorem is, you would probably retain it. You would. I'd figure out the three sides of her triangle. Yeah. <laughs> if sex sells, <laughs> if oh, sex god. sells, can sex teach? That's what I want to know. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like the subject of a TED Talk, and I'm almost not joking. <laughs> that's that's going to be my TED Talk. I'm going to do it. I'm going to write one up. We're going to revolutionize education. We're having a ball tomorrow, and I hope you'll go. I hope you'll come and make my juices flow. Whoa. Oh. Stepsisters. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's great. Oh, I know you do, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the, uh, Hamilton gets invited to the ball. The ball consists of the majority of the movie, which is the the next eighteen minutes that we're not going to be showing or playing any of at all. Oh, thank God in heaven! But no, regardless, the the the, the pivotal keystone catalyst event happened. They had a three way, which is prohibited by British law, and so now they must they must have a reconciliation with this. <laughs> One, two, skip a few, then there's 69. <laughs> Sing it again because it makes me gig. 69. Hamilton, I know it's old school, but I challenge you to a penis duel. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I should mention that. That part is not historically accurate. They did have a duel, but it was not a penis duel. Not a penis one, no. I mean, it was a metaphorical penis duel. You know what? Steve, you're blowing my mind right now because... In a way... As long as that's the only thing being blown right now. (laughs) We'll see after the show. Steve, having gotten into the porn industry half an hour ago, I'm I'm finding I'm rapidly expanding my horizons about what I am and am not willing to do. I'll try anything once. But I think you are right in that maybe this musical is actually just very cleverly cutting out all pretexts of what was actually happening between Hamilton and Aaron Burr and just cutting to the meat of it. It was a penis duel, you're right. But the rules to a penis duel are very specific, and they're about to explain what they are. 69. Hamilton, let's Hamil fight. You broke the law, and I got no invite. 69. Hamilton, you came to my town. Came so much, I nearly drowned. (laughs) (laughs) Rivers have come, just flooded through town. Nearly drowning me. a fucking duel and right here are the rules 69 we walk 69 paces see we drop to our knees sucking fairly furiously i take your cock and start rocking till your cock spits with loads dropping understand 
that's the plan. So whip it out and start walking. So, so I'm sorry. Yes, do so, you have questions about the rules? I, I I need to understand the rules here. Yeah, if I ever find myself in a penis duel, so um, <laughs> it hasn't happened already. A penis duel? No. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that there. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you were cl- it's like you were clarifying. A penis duel, no. Cut to Mike with an 18th century revolver in an actual duel. <laughs> Zoom in on his face, record scratch. You're probably wondering how I got here. Well, let me tell you. And that's the beginning of your movie. Oh, I love it. I love it, Nick. Okay, but I'm walking on sunshine. <laughs> wow. It's from the eight. It's a movie from the eighties, so I assume Walking on Sunshine is playing. Yeah, that would totally be. What was your uh, What was your question, though? Uh oh yeah. So so yeah. so the the Fitzer sisters are gonna be on either sixty nine paces away from these guys as they whip out their dicks and they start sucking. So, but what is it? What's the rules? Or is it just? Well, there's that question, firstly, and then secondly, why did the Fister sisters, why are they the ones tasked with this job? Like, in, in the actual world that Hamilton posits, who gets voted to be the one who has to give oral sex to the to whoever's in the penis stool? Is that like a lo- draw the shortest straw kind of thing? Unless they really want to do it, I guess. I, I mean, I'm fairly certain that the plan involves then switching up, and then whoever didn't Whoever wasn't paired with the first one then gets paired with the second one. And like, if this is a race kind of deal, like, or is who- it is it worse to come first or is it worse to come last? When when do you come? I'll tell you. And that's what causes performance anxiety, Nick. And let me tell you, it is not fun going through that. Because all of a sudden, so you were in a penis duel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking knew it. But here's the first problem with this. Because you, you're right. Uh, so let's start it. They start walking. Okay, that was not 69 paces. Uh, no. They walked like five steps. So already the duel is neutralized. It's, 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 a, it's a no-go. They got to redo it's it. It's a no-go. That's a no-blow bl- no situation. <laughs> One, two, skip a few, then there's 69. I hate you. I hate both of you. I hate, I curse, I curse the day I started doing this show with you guys. If I had known this would be the ultimate resolution of me being on this show, I would have cut my losses immediately. Right now we're seeing a freeze frame of Steve's face. You're probably wondering how I got here. I'm walking on sunshine. (laughs) Yes, we're seeing the, we're seeing the backs of Aaron Boner and Alexander Hamilton. As they're being filleted by the fish. Yeah, I don't know if you could tell from the sound effects, ladies and gentlemen, and Mike's little cousins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, shout out to Mike's little cousins who still listen, Not right? cousins and my nephews and nieces. No. But still, it's fine. That's worse. <laughs> but, um, so, that's, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not sure what the rules are here, but Angelica, I believe that's the one in the blue dress. Is really, really going to town on this duel here, right? Well, Mr. Boner on the other side, you know, seems to be taking his time. So I just don't know if I knew the rules more. So really, the- it doesn't seem fair to me. One, one is going to get you done way faster. That's all. When you think about it, in every context, their fate is in the hands of the Fister sisters. <laughs> it is. Who's gonna come first? Steve, you don't look invested in who's going to come first. (laughs) Oh no! Who's gonna get dick hurt? Hamilton died that day (laughs) from exhaustion. He fucked too hard and his life is what it cost him. A guy that rapped that fast, he should have come faster. He made the moment last, so he came faster. The fate of the last place in the fellatio race. His load couldn't fall as he fell flat on his face. I may have come, but I realize I am scum. Only one thinking about his reason. All right, Aaron Boner. <laughs> Fucking coward. Challenging a man who just had a three-way to a blowjob off. 
He just he was just in a three way for like twenty minutes, and you had you're you're topped off. Your energy is at a hundred percent. You're maxed out, and the poor man can barely stand. And you challenge him to a to a to a to a blowjob contest. You're a, a penis duel. A penis duel. You're a coward. You're a coward. He died knowing he's like it's more like it's less like Alexander Hamilton and more like the the legend of John Henry. The okay, man, the okay. man who died fighting the 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 steel driver. Oh, like, yes. to beat the robot, right? Yeah. yeah, it's more like that. The poor man just finished a three-way. How is he going to get through the? You know, the Steve, you are hundred percent right. Without dying, I mean, much like Hamilton, he was almost he was. I would go so far as to say predestined to his fate. It's that but pride, the, that pride gets you every but, time. But why was it Aaron Boner's job to enforce the law against British three-ways? Unless he's like a Benedict Arnold who is secretly in the pocket of the British and found out that Hamilton was doing this, Aaron Boner is clearly a British loyalist. Nick, I think you're right. Thank you. I think you're right. Yes, you're, I thought about this. Yes, Nick, you're right. Moving on. All right, so there's one last little section of music uh, that we're going to discuss uh, that just kind of summarizes. It's the who, you know, who Lives, Who Dies, Who Tells Your Story of Hamilton. When you discovered threesome sex and everyone was moaning, you're the best. They tell of your three-way boning. They tell of your three-way boning. He blew a load right through the Declaration of Independence. He stuck his wang through the glory hole of American history. And the truck stop stranger of revolution sucked out the Constitution. <laughs> we lay on everybody. From Horn Valley to the Carolinas. We like coming, but we tell his story with our vaginas. <laughs> Talk about a vagina monologue. We the people, <laughs> for the people, by the people. We bang. As soon as we're done recording, I'm throwing you out of a window. <laughs> people, that's how we tell the people. Will they tell of your three-way boning? Enough. I know it's beautiful. He saved freeways for all the men. They tell the tale of all my creating awesome, cum filled, pioneer, deep dick, and historical, sexy three way boning. <laughs> wow. Lot to think about there. <clears throat> I mean, I'm feeling so many emotions. I'm feeling. I fun. thought I was just watching a porn parody, but really, the end makes me realize no, it's it's bigger than that. Is dead inside an emotion? <laughs> it's a lack of emotion, I guess. Okay, I'll go with that then. I learned a lot today. What did you learn? <laughs> I learned a bit about the year 1769. Yep, yep. Once again, this very all historically accurate. I learned that they really went all out on like music, but not so much the choreography in this thing. Yeah, lazy choreography. Lazy choreography. But yeah, original music, original. intermittently clever lyrics. And that you're going to be a great porn star, Nick. I can see it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, the, the, the career of Dick Bigger Deer is Dick just Deer. getting started. Dick Bigger Deer. You got the touch. <laughs> you got the power. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, that was... Uh, Hamilton. It's a moment of silence for everyone who listened to this with us. <laughs> no, we are so glad you went on this journey with us because I feel like this flew under the radar. And I think and I think that I think there's people because like th- there were articles that they were making Hamilton Hamilton. Oh god. I'm gonna I'm gonna start using those interchangeably. It's gonna get me in trouble at some point. <laughs> Yo, did you get Hamilton tickets? Wait, what? Hamilton, shut up. I, I didn't say that. anything. <laughs> but there were a lot of articles that came out mentioning that there was a Hamilton porn parody. But I feel like people didn't actually get to hear the music, the effort that they put into it. I think and they- we will tell of that story. You know something funny I read the other day? What? Oh, it's time to go. Okay. No, if you, know, if you, if you, if you can summarize it real fast. I mean, we're wrapping up. I feel like there's not much more we can say about Hamilton unless you had... No, no, it has nothing to do with Hamilton. Are you at least going to watch it? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I got. I got a glimpse. Yeah. Some stuff I want. I need to see. Yeah. There. There's <laughs> some things I need to explore further. And Steve, are you going to watch the whole thing? 
go to hell. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, where you can also rate and review us. We'd or really appreciate it. Or unsubscribe. Point. You know, whatever floats your boat. Uh, we're also on Spotify, CastBox, Stitcher, Google Play, um, and our new home at ComeHereFloyd.com, which at the time of this recording may or may not still be our new home. <laughs> And you can follow me personally um, on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Brigadier and Mr. Mike Russell. And come here, Floyd is not a porn site, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate you saying that. Just really need to point that out. <laughs> indie uh, pop, indie rock, high quality, great writing, much classier. It's not some sort of weird Andy Griffith show based porn parody. <laughs> oh, but yeah. <laughs> you can uh oh and actually you can read my interview that just came out on oh my that. god i totally forgot to mention yes mike has an interview on come here floyd uh yeah, yeah. no That's not- <laughs> uh but mike has an interview up there uh actually we'll we'll put the link in the show notes yeah, why not why so not everyone can why see not? it um it's very illuminating. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was cool. I, and he put, he put in every single word I wrote. Well, what did you expect? Or said, or like everything, you know? Like, <laughs> well, usually people are outraged that like an interviewer misconstrued their words, but you're like, no, why did you put in everything exactly how I said it? It's not that I, I just said a lot. I mean, you know what? <laughs> it's like, no, but it was, uh, it was very flattering. It was cool. So if you want to learn a little bit about me, check it out. And also, uh, you can see my stuff at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR. And at my Instagram, at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. And like Nick said, send us your suggestions, uh, your feedback, reviews, and what your favorite porn parody is. I'm, I'm trying to honestly think if I want to know that from our listeners. <laughs> and you know what? Sure. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, SongtopsReport at gmail.com. And uh, Steven Trollinger. Pretty sure my favorite porn parody is your sex tape, Mike. <laughs> Which we're still waiting to see. (laughs) What is it a parody of exactly? His life. (laughs) His life is a parody. It's called Mike Gets Fucked Over. Oh, God. (laughs) I wonder if I could turn my life into a porn parody. That would be funny. You can't parody a parody. (laughs) Can you? It just becomes normal. But Steve, where may we find you? Uh, shit. I don't Other care. than never here again. I don't care. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Your Man Trollo, where I will occasionally post things. And that's it right now. <laughs> Until, what was the website called? 404error.com. <laughs> 404error.com is finally live. Yay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, seriously. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I am Nick Breedier. I'm Mike Russell. And I am waiting for that call, Lin-Manuel, please. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. Take care.